What's up and welcome to episode 16 of How Not to Summon a Podcast. I'm Chini Senpai and this week I'm joined by Mr. I Love Her Ladies himself, Jim. Fake news, fake news. And that guy with the strange attraction to Britney, Grayson. Sup, Scooby Gang. And this week we're going to be doing episode 7 to 12 of Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. Before we kick things off, bit of exciting news for everybody. We have got a few guests in the line coming up very soon, and I mean very, very soon in the episodes to come. We've lined up some exciting people to come on and give their opinions on some uh, animes and movies. Your mum's not exciting. Oh. That's this the noise she makes, though. I didn't see that. <laughs> that wasn't rehearsed. That's what she says. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I've been Sheenie Senpai. <laughs> I've been Jim. <laughs> And I've been, I've been stepping over the line. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, so we'll go straight into episode seven. And it kicks off basically where episode six left off. So it continues Mary's story a little bit. And we see the sort of end of Mary's story where she gets dragged off and the guy in her party stays behind to fight death spots. So basically it's Hayashi still explaining the story to Haruhiro and the rest of the party. Yeah, he's recounting the story of how his party broke down and why Mary is the way she is now. And he basically explains that Mary's attitude is all down to the fact that her party got wiped and now she's become reclused and she doesn't want to get attached to anyone because she's in fear of losing people again. She's scarred from what's happened. so Which she is can't, fair. It's trauma. It's fine. Yeah, she can't this stick will happen. with anybody because she always has a fear of losing that person. And Hayashi basically tries to explain to... Haruhiro and the rest of them that he he basically pleads with them to like get Mary back to normal again heal her help her get sort of her thing. smile back and there's one thing that they sort of say when they're explaining it to Haruhiro's party and he basically turns around and he says that the bad thing about death is its finality which is correct it's a hundred percent true death is final and he basically tries to get that across to Haruhiro and the rest of them not that they don't know that already they've lost Monoto when they all leave the pub, this is when Ranta does his bit again. Of yeah, being where a, he's being a dick. He's just like, yeah, we've heard this, but it doesn't change anything. Like, he he I don't says, care. why should I feel sorry for her when we've gone through the same thing? He's right. Am but I supposed at the to be same nice time, to her now? He's wrong. He's, she's gone through so much worse. So it, much worse. Is it scalable? Yes. The it, loss of one friend to the loss of multiple friends. I think is more scarring. Pain is pain is pain, right? I would say the difference is that um, she feels like she's the one to blame for his death. She's basically yeah, alone. Death. She blames herself. Yeah, well, they they don't, don't really blame themselves at all. There's only Ranta that really blames anyone. But they yeah. have each other. One person died meant that they still had some sort of support network if they were to communicate with each other. Mary lost everyone bar Hayashi, but she couldn't even talk to him because he reminded her of everyone that she'd lost. I, I'd say it was a different kind of pain. I would. I'd say it's slightly different. I'd say it's dealt with differently. Yeah, it would. It is dealt I, with I differently. I think that's why it is the way it is. And the- what, while Ranta's being dick, like, Shiharu steps up. She literally 
has had enough. And she basically turns around and goes, we've all been through so much. It still hurts. It's going to hurt for a long time. But we need to shut up and put up, basically. We need to just stop arguing amongst each other, stop being horrible and just get on and try and survive. And they're going to try and be more friendly towards Mary. And they they want to try and integrate her into the group. They finally make a decision to integrate her into the group. And Ranta decides to finally, I guess, express his feelings a little bit more this time. And he sort of turns around to Haruhiru and basically says, like, I don't feel heard in this group. None of you ever listen to me. Which is true, by the way. It is true. He doesn't do himself any favours, though, by the way. He acts. But it's it's the way he puts it across doesn't help him in getting heard. He's clearly not a person who's very good at communicating with people. jokes and bullies to hide. That's what he does. And it's not reciprocated well by the group. So it's understandable why he's not necessarily heard as much. Yeah, he needs to learn how to communicate properly. And they need to learn that the version of him that they've seen is not him. Which he tries to get across by doing what he does in this moment of saying, like, I feel unheard. I feel like none of you care about me. He still says it in a certain tone and a certain way, which makes people be more aggressive towards him as well. Like, he, he gives it out in a certain tone, which means they bring it back to him in a certain tone. And it's always like this tone of hostility. Well, between he's, them. he's pure preteen angst. Yeah. It's what he is. Yes. We cut from the bridge scene and Ranta blabbing about his feelings and we're back to the team going through the city, killing goblins. And uh, there's a moment when Haruhiro sees the goblin that stole his dagger and he's in the bush with Yume. He's about to rush out and Yume grabs him and stops him. She's like, don't be stupid. What are you doing? After that, they all sort of get together. And this, I know we spoke about it before, but this is actually the moment when Haruhiro goes to talk to Mary and she is under the impression that he's basically about to tell her. They don't want the, him anymore. Yeah. I love but, this conversation. I absolutely love it. Well, she thinks she's getting kicked out when really, actually, he just wants to open up about Monoto, about how the group are feeling and, and about the fact that they're all, they all want to accept Mary. He, he doesn't obviously say that outright, well, he says, but it's, it's an implied. He says, we consider you a friend. You're part of this group, so we consider you a friend. That's the bit I always and, remember. And they that. trust her. This is the first time they say they trust her. Yeah, and they're going to trust her. The way that she her. does things, yeah. which is different. I mean, she still doesn't open up. No, but they do. But which... it's a step. And I think she realises that. And that's the point of this moment, is to try and give her a step in the right direction. And that's when they go for dinner, isn't it? Well... They keep inviting her. But yeah, they she, keep inviting her. I think her. this time she just says, I'm not ready. Yeah, yeah, she still won't open up to him just yet. They then obviously go and buy a new helmet for Mogazo, which they implied heavily in the previous episodes, like gear is important. So Mogazo being the tank, he needs a helmet. And this is also when they bring in the system of like haggling and extreme haggling. Because like Ranta gets it down from like 42 silver to 18. Yeah, because they're all complaining that he doesn't contribute. But even he... T- and I agree with him here. He's like, my contribution him. right here is I brought it down by like 22 silver. Well, yeah. Well, if, if nobody it, else is going to haggle. If it wasn't for him, they're paying, they literally paid nearly, what was it, half? More than half. It was 18 from 40. Half would have been 21. So yeah, yeah less, so less than less half. Less than half. Yeah. He, he, did his, he did his worth in this. Then it opens up with like, most of this episode is almost like a montage sequence. So it starts from here and it's basically opens with them killing loads of, goblins and they're sort of systematically going through improving their skills improving everything basically 
And it also states that once a day, every day, they scope out that stronghold that they know the goblin that killed Monito is in. They go there every day to sort of monitor the patterns and the guards and how many people are there and just go through that. They have a goal. They have an aim, which is, though we're not strong enough at the moment, let's keep an eye on this place, let's build up our knowledge, and then when we're strong enough, we're coming for you. It's reconnaissance. Yeah. And they get a nickname. So everybody starts calling them the Goblin Goblin Slayers. Yeah. Great anime. Great anime. Great Goblin Slayer, if you've not seen it. Goblin Slayer is an amazing anime. I'll take your word for it. It's really good. We also learn what we've already stated is this is when they explain about like the female goblins are always heavily protected and also when they start noticing like different breeds and stuff. This is when they proper reference the fact that they're realising a difference between all of the goblins and that some are smarter than the others. Goblins have a culture. It's not We've just... already seen they're full of emotion. Yeah, it, it's not just a blank enemy. And we also see Mary settling in, finally. Properly settling in. She's supporting, she's doing everything she's supposed to. She's healing more than she was before. Only after battles. Yeah, or when there's a serious injury at some point and she yeah. can get in and heal. The only thing I would say about the tavern pieces, yeah, they get that name of Goblin Slayers. It's not a term of affection. No. It's a term for, oh, here comes like the a, Goblin it Slayers. It was like a bit of both. Oh, people are taking the piss. Yeah, it was like a bit of both. It was like, they're doing something shit, but they're fucking good at it because they say there's no goblins for any fucker else. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, leave some goblins for us. I wouldn't have a problem being called Goblin Slayer. No. It wouldn't bother me. They're making tons of money, and if nobody else wants to do it... <laughs> they're making a killing, quite literally. Oh. I can see your eyebrows raised. Pack it in. <laughs> Pack it in. Eh? Eh? <laughs> they're also, they've also decided that they're never going to leave the cheap housing anytime soon because they'd rather invest their money in better equipment. Skills. They focus heavily on kitting out Mogazo as well. They, they collectively decide like they're going to pump money into his gear he especially. Needs it. Agreed. He 100% needs it. And they also invest in new skills. And this is when we finally see some more skills again explained. So Haruhiro decides to get a skill called SWAT, and it's basically like a, a dodge skill. So it's like quick feet sort of thing. And he also gets uh, the sneak skill that basically mutes his footsteps. So ba- this is two skills that a thief would have. Quick movement, silent feet. He's turning into assassin from my view, by the way. Yeah, I totally see. I don't see him as a thief. I see him as an assassin. The way we that he haven't seen and him everything he does anything. No, no, no. He's I did say that in like in the previous episode that yeah. he is more of an assassin than he yeah. is a thief. But I Which guess there's fine. not an assassin. It's a skill rank. tree. I mean, if we get the elements for the magic users, why can't the thief become an assassin like a specialization? Yeah, maybe we would have got a little bit more thievery I mean, later on yeah. if we'd have had another season. Nods all round, right there. <laughs> yeah, Give we me see two, you bastards. We see Shiharu gets a skill called Sleepy Shadow, which is literally what it is. It's sleep magic. So again, it's another type of support magic. It's sleep. Ma- it's it's a good spell. It doesn't have a timer or anything or an effect. It's literally they wake up like normal though. Like if a mate yes. comes over and goes, oh, you twat, get up. Yeah, it, yeah, it's not like a magical complete knockout. It no. is literally you go to sleep. and But that is more than enough time to go and kill someone. Yeah, it gives you movement, I guess. Like space and time for movement to rush. Yeah, I was just trying to work out like the sleep spell. You are correct in that with the fact that you are instantly woken up if somebody comes over and well, gives they you do a it. Kick one goblin nudge, wakes yeah. another one up. He like yeah, he literally just nudges yeah. him and he's up. That does happen. Still quite helpful though. Definitely helpful. It get I you just, out of a, a situation. Let's put it, it that way. It's yeah. just not game magic. 
that's not unless you yeah. could like increase its range i guess okay. if you could literally like have like an aoe effect yeah i was about magic. to say yeah, if you maybe. could increase it uh we see ronta get the exhaust skill and that is used basically to create distance so when he's in trouble he uses exhaust and it's like a, a quick fly backwards sort of move strange name for this one it is Exhaust. I was just thinking I about think exhaust. It, I, it's got to be a translation. I problem. think it's got to be a translation. Know, because thing. then he gets another skill called avoid. Yeah. Which is a forward thrust. Yeah. Surely they got that the wrong way around. Yeah. Avoid should really be the one that creates. Exhaust sounds existence. like you're going all out attack. I'm yes. going to exhaust myself yeah. doing this. I think they avoid probably, sounds like avoid. I think they probably got that the wrong way around. We see Mogazo with Warcry. I so, fucking love. It. This is a tank's taunt. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a it paralyzing effect. Yeah. Raw. It's that a fear. He does. It's a fear paralyzer. It's so good. A tank's taunt. I love it. I do love the fact that this anime has really invested in the MMO's actual background to it. So they've thought about the sort of things that these parties will have, the sort of skills they would have. It's very rare that you actually get that sort of input. In, I mean, they're great skills. In, I mean, without a list in front of you, obviously, you wouldn't know if you could get a better one or not like yourself if you were given the option but from what we see what they get is appropriate for what they're doing we see you may get the swift skill which is an accuracy increase on her bow finally fucking needed accuracy increase to her bow why is it called swift it takes longer for her to aim i don't know isn't that like a the star move in pokemon yeah it is is, yeah which never swift to me swift to me sounds like a quick shot like you fire three yeah like a rapid rapid shot Yeah. yeah yeah like bang 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 that's what Swift sounds like to me. Yeah, it doesn't sound like an That's translation issue. Increase. That's got to be. The, these, some of them are just off. Uh, she also gets Mouse Hole, which is a fast dodge move as well. So, uh, similar to Haruhiro's quick step sort of move. She gets a, like a fast dodge move. What was that called again? Mouse Hole. Cool. Which is fine. It's fine. It's a mouse retreating. Yeah, yeah. It was just a bit strange. So well, it took me back a little bit. <laughs> Mary herself doesn't get any new skills simply because she's the most experienced out of all of them. They state it a couple of times that Mary is levels above them if there was a leveling system. We also see Haruhiro first see the pathways of light. Um, yeah, where his knife should go. He sees yeah. the Matrix. Hey, this is the Matrix. <laughs> it's like a flow of light that if he follows with his dagger at the right speed, it will guide his blade to a finishing blow. This is your name. We've got the ribbons. The bands that tie us all together. It's right here, boys. We've come full circle. <laughs> when you first saw it, you obviously expect it to be something special. Yes, it is. But later on, obviously, we find out that it's not as special as we first thought. He only uses it one at a time, doesn't he? It's like shown no, twice. No, he references that it happens a lot. Yeah, but we, to only, him. we see it's getting it more twice, and more regular. It? Yeah, he, he says, he says it every so quite, often, quite often. Every so often, when he focuses enough this, this or he gets in the zone he's in the zone this, yeah this is zone. it this is him getting in the zone and that's when the montage ends that's when the sort of music cuts out and they stop doing all the fighting of the goblins etc and we get the moment before the final assault on the stronghold they finally decide that they're experienced enough that they can finally avenge monito and go and tackle this stronghold and Harahiro has another moment where he sees monito again Monito kind of gives him like a like a pep talk and sort of psychs him up ready for the assault. Yeah, it's it's quite nice. Again, I love these little. They're, they these are my favorite bits. These conversational pieces that 
drag you back and center you to the sort of main plots of this actual anime, which is just realism, if you get what I mean. It's it's more of it grounds you this one rather than a high fantasy. I think it's like style. a sentimental touch that they put in yes. more than anything. This else. is a guide for growth, and we're not going to spoil it. But the end of of Monoto in this show is the finale of of Hero's growth from someone who's following to actually Leading. being a leader, a better one than what Monito was. Cause it, and, and it, we won't spoil the end yet. We'll talk about it, but that this arc is the, these meetings with Monito and hero are an arc of their own. It lets you know how hero is at the time. It's not about Monito in these, these situations. Oh no, it's all about him describing his development. Yeah. And yeah. And it's a really nice way of doing it oh, R- really rather nice. than him doing his usual monologue. Which is what we have a good like sixty percent of this show is is hero yeah, but talking even to his himself. Monologues are good. They're really good, really good, really really good. It's just a nice change of pace for him to have a conversation about it so and bounce of a, off someone. Instead of a monologue, we get a monotone instead. Fuck off. <laughs> he spent ages because thinking about you, that joke. You literally saw him waiting. Those fucking clogs <laughs> were turning for a while. Look at that fucking grin. <laughs> We'll move into episode eight and it opens with the party huddled together and Haruhiro is told like he's got to do a pep talk and he's got to get them all ready to go. Uh, and he, I believe his pep talk is, so how did we all sleep, guys? Yeah. So, but he fails miserably at trying to pep talk everybody. And they point it out. Oh yeah, they make it clear that he <laughs> fucking failed miserably. He was miserably. shit at it. <laughs> but then he sort of, he sort of explains this is we are avenging Monoto now. This is serious, guys. This is what we've been training for. Like they weren't even bothered really about anything else other than revenge. Yeah, which is a good guiding tool, I'd say. I think this really helps Mary as well. I, it's so hard not to just say Mary. This really <laughs> helps Mary as well. I think, like, see that the group is actually a unit. Having They're, a goal is so yeah. important. Like. And they're not just going to fall apart at, at someone leaving or death or something. They stick together yeah. regardless. And it's showing Mary what it what it is. What would drive you in this world to better yourself, to increase your skills? I think I, from my point of view, I just want to be the best I could be. I want to be the very <laughs> best. I knew, he was doing it. I knew it. I knew he was going to do that. Like no one ever was. I'd be a hero for fun. Oh, I know you would be, Mr. Saitama. <laughs> half of it would have to be fun for me. But I wouldn't put myself in massive amount of danger. I wouldn't join the, the most experienced party. That's not yeah, what you I would know, look you see, for. You'd want I to be off the for, radar, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd look for like-minded people who yeah. want to just fly under the radar and live. But get good so this group yeah. at the same time. It's so kind of, yeah. No, no, I think somewhere I'd, I want to be in a more driven group. group. Yeah, somewhere between. These guys are way too relaxed, but I wouldn't want the frontliners... And the Renji I would, be, and I that, would yeah. be the best of the best. Fuck those guys! Like that's I, not how you grow anyway. No, like it's rushed, and you don't get experience doing that. You just get moves. I think I'll be dead, guys. I ain't making it. <laughs> well, I'm thinking well, about the it. Tanks down. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was about Tanking to say body, but not mind. <laughs> I was about to say, like thinking about it, I'd go in wanting to be the very best. And I'd end up just like Monotone. Well, you'd push it too far. I'd you'd take on an enemy would. you would be able to I defeat. Would. I know I would. James is running at death spots on oh, his I would. own. Right, <laughs> full on charge. Actually, no, to be fair, this could be a problem because, no, I'd see it and be like, no, nah, not doing that. <laughs> you'd be like, tank that fight. That's good, isn't like, it? You'll stand there uh, and 
turned and were like, well, where's the tank? Fucking he's took off. I've gone. <laughs> I'd be like, guys, did we not just see the size of that fucking thing right there? I ain't getting in a fight with that. <laughs> I think I'd be some, I'd be Ranta, but want to be hero. That would be the balance. Like I'd be this dickhead that wants to just be better. What? That goes about it in the wrong way though. Probably. I think I'd be Monito with mix with No, you'd be Monito. With the tank. No, you'd just be Monito. No, I don't know. I no, think I'd be a be bit of the tank as well. Do you not see me being the tanky guy? No, I'd see I you be, I'd see you being yeah. the tanky guy. I yeah. could see him being magic. Uh yeah, I'd love it. <laughs> I could see him standing <laughs> in the back casting his spells in, in his little <laughs> fucking hat. <laughs> a wand in one hand. <laughs> Shatter nerf the pup in the other. Oh, <laughs> and we turn around and we're like, J- James, you don't even use the wand to cast spells. <laughs> it's for image, guys. <laughs> Lord Le Saucier has returned. <laughs> Claude Le Saucier, for those who don't know, is James's D&D character. He's French. Oh, God, I remember the first time we played it and you actually came in a fucking hat. Wizard hat <laughs> and, and a cloak. With his Chateau Neuf de Pape. Chateau Neuf de Pape. Uh, Chateau Neuf de Pape. It's a red wine for people who aren't mm-hmm. in the UK. <laughs> I don't know how I'd approach it. <clears throat> I'd be a wizard. I've got to be the wizard now. I don't know, because I know it. I'd be a thief. You'd be, but... yeah, you'd be like me. Yeah, I think you'd be somewhere near Ranta with your, with the bargaining and the bartering and the silver tongue. He'd be a rogue. But he wouldn't be... You wouldn't be. A I bad don't knight. think I'd play very well by the rules. You'd be a bad guy. No, that's why you'd put your silver tongue to use. You'd be a bad yeah. guy, which is what Ranta does. He's a bad guy. Well, yeah, he's blonde. He is a bad guy. <laughs> but in this world, he's definitely nicking people's stuff. Oh no, I'm stealing. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm st- there's, like if I've got like quick step skills and fucking hide my footstep skills and again, stuff. murder's not off the he's, table. He's sneaking back <laughs> in the seventh <laughs> heaven. That's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so many references uh, to people that I never know. Very <laughs> local stuff. <laughs> Let's move on. Before he gets caught again. <laughs> to the next strip club. <laughs> and exhaust their supply. Exhaust means I escape. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I believe that's happened. called evasion. <laughs> it's a skill you've developed. Goes in looking for the mouse hole. <laughs> How much of that can we keep? <laughs> so we see the group. All of it. <laughs> so we see the group um, finally approach the big stronghold, and we see like the goblins playing chess and stuff like that, which shows intelligence again. They've already got a plan in place, right? Because like we see, you may like systematically shoot down like the archers that are already on the walls. They've been planning this for weeks, so they already know the patterns of movement, the people, and where they are. They know to take out the guy that's watching, and then take out the guy that's on the floor. Yeah, and the assault well sort planned. of goes well to start. It goes with. really well. They, they take out the out the guards at the doors, the people up on the sort of. How does this goblin realise that they're there? Because he definitely does. Like the instantly that guy gets shot off the roof. I mean, you'd roof. still hear it, wouldn't you? I was going to say. I think it's just while the assault is in progress. Yeah. They start to realise something's not right, or no, at least hear seems, something. It just seems like the goblin's playing chess with the other goblin, and then he just goes, "Huh," and just for some reason realises that there's something going on and gets everybody ready well he sends the huge fucking goblin to fight is that a goblin it's a goblin yeah this is can- this it, is a tanky boy they're always goblins apparently yeah that's a tanky boy and he goes to fight and he basically squares off with mogazo doesn't he appropriate i think that's a hobgoblin if we're gonna go with it he's larger stronger so it's pumpkin bombs it no no i'm not having that 
Mine was a D&D reference. Yours is a fucking Spider-Man <laughs> reference. We're not having it. And there are two types of fans. <laughs> That's not two types of fans. <laughs> two types of fans would be whether it was in a singlet. <laughs> <laughs> so we see Shihuru casting spells while this is all going on. And the goblins basically understand magic. So they're already at a disadvantage now because the goblins have obviously got some sort of prior knowledge to spells and things like that. So they already know how to get away from Surely Shihuru. They, sh- they should have known this, right? Like they, They've had enough indication that these goblins are intelligent. They had it explained to them why Monoto died. They target because priests. they know what they do. He's right. They, they literally know, and they should have known, that maybe spells should be in smaller supplies. I guess she uses them... Only when needed at the last sort of minute or to catch somebody off guard. I mean, they're all support spells anyway. But things like that will happen. And they deal with it pretty well. Well, you may get stabbed. Well, pretty well. (laughs) They deal with it well. And then instantly healed almost straight away anyway. Did they die? That's a good learning experience. True. We also then see Shihuru rush in. The first time we've ever seen this timid character grow a backbone. I guess she rushes into action. They've all got confidence. They all they split up and go different directions because they're confident in their ability. But abilities. we can see her spells get affected because she's rushing in and she's got this confidence. Her spells are so much better, which is what we said in the previous episode. Yeah, like, I, I said that I felt that her magic was affected by how she projected and yeah. how she conjured that spell. And I think that shows that best in this episode. They finally defeat the goblins and they find the lead one the, the nasty purple looking thing which he's already injured the chess player they've already hurt it and he's yeah. sitting upstairs by the chessboard as bait i loved this i didn't yeah, see this coming i didn't see i this honestly coming. didn't see this coming i thought this was just gonna be they're oh, gonna give dead. him some spiel about fucking killing monoto and you're a prick and this is our revenge and nope, maybe leave him bleeding to death yeah. or something and, like, and that. like yeah. you're not worth killing but we'll make sure you fucking die but these goblins are smart yeah and they set a trap yeah. Again. Again. Yeah, again. And Mary gets hit in the back with an arrow, just like Monoto. But this time, she's got magic to actually heal that shit. Well, they all get hit. Like, Haru gets hit as well. They get caught up in this Hero's trap. move when he chases. I fucking love that. Where he's, he saw the goblin out the window on the roof. He uses the and cloak. He, he threw his cloak out, like his little scarf thing. Is, and then so that gets the shot, arrow. and then he jumps. Fucking love that. Yeah, clever move. I would not have thought of no. doing that. I would have just leapt through the window. This is a soldier from like old comedy war movies putting his helmet on his gun. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. And as he's sliding off the roof when he's killed that goblin... Sorry, I was just thinking clever girl. <laughs> as he's sliding off the roof, there's another moment with Yume again. She's the one that rushes after him. She's the one that dives down the roof to try and grab him. Again, they have another moment. This is why I keep saying, Yume likes Haruhime. I didn't read too much into this. I thought this was a, like instinct and teamwork. I only read into it because of all the other previous steps. Romantic. No, the yeah. other step, well, <laughs> yeah, she's are. better than Mary anyway. So, what? Mm. No, mm. she is. Mm. Well, what, what, what? No. It's not Britney, no. is it? <laughs> <laughs> Move on. <laughs> After they finally win the assault, um, we cut back to the mall at Monoto's grave. And Haruhiro has like his inner monologue moment again, where he's sort of explaining to Monoto that they did it. They bought him 
the necklace as well. Arguably one of the best scenes in the show, this. This had yeah. me... This, uh, this, this punches had me, you in the gut, This had me it? going. Yeah, they, they bought him the I, rank of a real soldier. I, I thought it was going to be that they show up and just explain that they've, they've done it. But to, when they pull out his dog tags, I'm like, you fucking bastards. <laughs> You fucking I just bastard. sat there and I right was like, in the fucking fields. Like, and even Mary contributed as well. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. I told you I wasn't gonna cry. <laughs> you get back up they, in there. They didn't need to they didn't need to do it, did they? They they didn't need to do it. No. They didn't need to spend the money. But even this they explain why. They explain that they came to a decision and even Mary chipped in. Yeah. And which they, is a good they, they which is a really, everything. Which is a really good thing for Mary. Yeah. At this point, yes, because it shows that she is, is invested in this Unification is what that is. They also say that they had the money to buy these necklaces a long time ago. Yeah, but they chose to wait. They 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 wanted to deal wanted with this. They did it to the revenge. Way. Yeah, they wanted the revenge before they all progressed. I wouldn't say revenge. I'd say closure. It's a, uh, no, it's, it's revenge. It I is mean, revenge to go out of your way. Can to it not be per- both? I think it's closure. Re- revenge for closure? Would it not be both? Are you getting closure? Do you know why I feel this is closure? It's like an end of a chapter, yeah. It's yeah. like that, that thing that hurt you is no longer in the world. I feel this is closure because the only person that ever goes back to the grave is is a hero. Hero, yeah. Everybody else is like, okay, I've we've dealt with this. We, we've overcome what we were feeling. And, and we see them happy, and we see them actually getting on. Well, they have they have a little bit of a cry again, don't they? When they when they yeah, but, leave, they, yeah, he, but hero yeah. actually leaves but first they, with Mary. The voice acting in this bit though, like it, you can hear it that they're lighter. They're not yeah. carrying around Relief. that burden. Anymore. It's more of a closing statement when they're talking. It's more of a yeah, thanks for all you did. But they've got all the emotions just right again. The like, music just right again. Even when they're walking away, and we still get Shihiru breaking down again. Like any other anime, you probably expect them all to be like, "Yeah, we've got closure now," and they all sort of walk away one by one, sort of thing. But we still had Shihiru crying. The we still the had, clip. yeah, we still had those those painful emotions still being put across to this us. This show needs it, brilliant, because there's not a lot else going on. The emotions and the twists and turns of feelings are what carry this show. If it was done badly, this this wouldn't be the show that it is. And they always address grief and pain. Like always. when Haruhiro is walking away with Mary after the grave scene, they discuss it. They they have a long chat about pain and grief and trying to get over that and, and try to get better from that as well. This anime does something, which tell me if I'm wrong, I don't think I've ever seen from a fantasy style anime ever before. This anime seems to have a meaning of throughout this first season, of dealing with loss, which is a very it's human... It's odd for an Izakai yeah, to address that Yeah, that's what I mean, to deal with human loss. It, it's odd for any show to deal with it. Because even Sword Art, animated. Sword Art they, in a way, didn't deal that, with it. Death in that was not a thing. No. Like, you saw it for one scene in a brief, when it happened, but after that, was it really carried yeah. through? Well, they didn't continue Kirito's emotions that much, did they? No. It lasted for maybe, what, one episode or so? And they... Kirito- Kirito. See, you guys are thinking about Kirito. The scene that I remember is the tree scene, when they're actually dealing with the loss of the other party, which has had that uh, the lady that had died, basically. 
again though it's not touched upon that much yeah but that's what i'm on about that's how they deal with it yeah which is still glossing over it and it's still focused on the main the two characters that. you no. don't feel the pain in i that. don't feel the growth in that kirito didn't change when no. people died i you there was maybe an episode of grief and then he went back to default kirito yeah apart from the Whereas, time where his entire party got wiped but even that, he, it didn't like, last long. Before and after Kirito are the same character. There was a, there was a stage, and he did address it, but it didn't affect him in a permanent way. He never changed. I know the time so, was supposed to be yeah, long. This is yeah. what I was about to say. But no, no, they gloss over that, and this is my problem. They could have done what Grimgar has done in their first season. Take it slower. Yeah, we take said it slower. This, going yeah. yeah, this is this was our biggest complaint. And Everything this is was what this anime does. It does no it slowly, and they did it better in Grimgar. And they've done it better. They did it better. Yeah, so far, arguably they did the world better. Arguably, but, I would disagree, but I wouldn't tell you you're wrong. From my point of view, I, I think you're wrong. Anyway, but carry on. I don't think you're wrong. We can have this conversation <laughs> in an argument later. And we move into episode nine. When this episode starts, you're like. I don't know, you, you kind of don't know what to make of it because it's what I'd call the day off episode. It is. It is the middle filler episode. So after defeating the goblin that killed Monito, they decide they're going to have some TLC. They're going to take a day off. It's and the character building episode. Very much so. Again. This is sure leave. They all get personality though. Like we see Ranta's gone off fishing. He's got some depth to him. He enjoys fishing. They're actually giving him a hobby. Shihiru um, goes to the bridge and feeds the birds like she used to do with Monito. She's never dealt with that, has she? She expresses can, can, can it in we, the previous can we episode. Say that? She, like, she, she says that in the previous episode. She said it's it, it hurts and it's going to hurt for a long time. I don't think she's ever got over it. Even though we've said about we've this only had one closure. season, so we'll never know if they she gets get, over they it. They get or told not. not to get over it. Yeah. Later on, they get well, they, they get a they big spiel it. of you need to carry that pain. Yeah. Okay. It just seems like in that scene. We don't really get a lot of it in this season, but it's something they could then go into further down the line. But would they go into it? Yes. They've already addressed pain and grief so well. Now they will, they would have continued that, I reckon, in a very good way. I would have liked to... Uh, no, no, we won't do it. I'll talk about no, this we'll later. We'll talk about it. we got some ideas at the end. We also see Yumei uh, having a no. lay-in. And we see her lay in, having a lay-in. That's what she chose to do with her day off. Is she's having a lay-in until later. We see Haruhiro decides that he's going to wander around town. And he happens to bump into Mary. We also get Mokuzo polishing his armour and like doing carvings and that. He he's makes a plane, doesn't he? Cooking, he's carving, he's chilling. My, my sword would be my what my car is. It just would be. like It would be your baby, wouldn't it? If it's something that big and that imposing and that important, you would fucking you'd look after it. Yeah, you would, but... And you'd be proud of it. So Yeah, definitely if you're the fighter. Like, the rest of them can hide their knives away and it only comes out as a little dagger or something. But his is like, I am the imposing <laughs> bastard. Look at look how grand my fucking beautiful... Yeah, beautiful he polishes steel his is. sword and his armour. Yeah, constantly. All, all the time. They all do. He's the only one that we see washing blood off it and... And caring for it. Well, we see, we see Haruhiro constantly tending to his daggers. As well. Yeah, he fidgets. We also see, again, Yumei, and she's doing some rock climbing. And we get that moment where Ranta starts, like, staring at her. Because Ranta's in love with Yumei. He definitely is, and you see it in this. But you never see that requited at all. Ever. Ever, ever. It's not. 
It's no. definitely never reciprocated. They seem he's in love with her, and I think she thinks he's like a fucking annoying little brother. Yes. Yeah, that's how I that's see it. That's that relationship. Oh, this is Kirito and his fucking sister the other way around. And I think it, it would make it worse if they were to extend that and, and oh, actually yeah. no, have I the, don't want it to happen. You don't want them to get together. No. That's the last thing I want. I think it would be better for his character to have that rejection. It'd certainly make a story arc within Yeah, if, the if he again. fucks off and... Well, yeah, because that can cause a rift again between yeah. the group later on, couldn't it? But if he fucks off because he doesn't know how to deal with it. We're trying rejection. to write episodes here. We are. <laughs> we are. We are fanficking this a lot. We find out when they're all together, basically, that the goblins in Domoro are angry. They've become infuriated with the assault on the stronghold and all the remaining ones are in, like, extra berserk mode, basically. The tables and, have turned. Yeah, Domoro is a no-go area at the minute. You're not, you can't go near it. It's full to the brim with goblins. This is a bit strange from my point of view um, because it shows that there is some organisation to, um, uh, to these goblins... Also, it shows how weak their actual army is. That instead of going, well, it's number game, well, isn't it? Not even that. Like, there's no organization for everybody to go, guys. This is a serious problem right here. Maybe we should all go deal with this. But they are doing that. They're just doing the opposite thing. Instead of going, we'll all deal with this. We'll go all stay away from that. Surely that's Brittany making that decision of don't go near there that's an off-limits zone for I them. get I guess you could make your own mind up if you want to go there but no other party if if all the other parties turned around to you and were like yeah it's a no-go I wouldn't go there they're all fucking angry at the minute you're not gonna turn around and be like well let's all go and fight them together because they're all gonna tell you to he piss would. off fucking wizard bitch. Jim would they're gonna tell you to piss off Jim would be there with his fucking wand poking, <laughs> poking them I'm a wizard baby <laughs> so why don't you kill me so the group have to decide that they're going to have to go hunting elsewhere. And they're at that stage now where they're skilled enough to enter the Cyrene mine. And we already know the Cyrene mine is where Mary lost her party. We also They also reference that Deathspot's got like a 30 gold bounty on his head as well. Does this seem like a logical step for a party to make? Is there no other hunting grounds ever? Yeah, anywhere, I thought ever, this ever, as well. Ever, ever, ever? It seems In like... the immediate area, all we know is there's Domoro and the Cyrene mine. Yeah. In and the just the wilderness. area. That's it. Yeah, and the forests. Yeah. yeah. That's all we know so far. I would have liked a conversation between Hero and Mary saying, you helped us, we're going to help you. Yeah, but- I would have liked that, but it seems like it's an unspoken thing that they do because he sort of goes, we could always go to the Cyrene mine. And Mary freaks. And it's like, you can see Mary's like, yeah, oh, and God, I would have no. just, I would have liked the conversation there of why. Maybe just Hero explaining, like you helped, you gave us closure by dealing with this thing. Well, what he does say is we he basically, he basically turns around and says, like, pressure helps and routine will make us careless. Yeah, but that's a cop out for me. Really, he should have instead of confronting the situation, he really should have just said, "Look, I think what he said makes we sense. We should go there. It makes sense. I get it. You get out of practice by not having." Routine makes you careless. And then when something does crop up, you can't deal with it. It's genuinely challenging, yeah. Yeah. I get it, but I would have just really enjoyed that conversation. This is supposed to be a show that is driven by emotion. That he should have, before he... As he brought it up, he should have turned to Mary and gone... Are you okay with this? How do you feel about this? Yeah. Because you're a member of this team, you need to be on board. And it would have been nice to have Hero with a bit of foresight about the dead rising and maybe her team are still down there in this 
state. Yeah. She'd already had that foresight, like, as yeah. we see. So yeah. we, why didn't we have that conversation? She's clearly thought yeah. about it because of the magic she has. Yeah. That one spell that is very particular to it. She knows about it. So why didn't they have that conversation? A leader and her and then them two and a party would have been a nice scene. He's very careful about it as well, though. Remember, he says, look, we'll be very careful. We'll take it slowly. Yeah, but he never addresses her directly. I mean, the only when he finally does when she freaks and runs out of the the pub. This just feels like a he's negligent of Mary. Just, I think it's just a slight bit of oversight from his part. I don't even think it's oversight. From my point of view, I just think he's afraid of broaching the subject. He wants to try and help her, and this is the way he wants to try and help her. Why didn't we get a monologue then? Yeah, but this is what I mean. He's he's afraid of having that conversation okay. yeah so have it with himself just so we the audience know yeah. what he's would thinking and why would you not be if you, if you had to if you had to speak to one before of your i'd party, even address the group i would have pulled her to the side and exactly. said this is what i'm thinking this is what i'm thinking this is what i want to do yeah. the you know i haven't told the group yet because i you're the first person that i need to get on board with this idea and if not we don't it would have been really funny for you to actually do that, to be fair. Imagine if you were just talking and it was like, oh, where are we going to go? If it was me personally... Uh, just let me come over here with this person If it was me second. personally, I would have just been like, we're going to the Siren Mine. You've got to be okay That's with it. That's effectively what he does. Yeah. yeah, He, he literally does. does that. He should. It, I but she have, is on board. Because when is, he's telling her, she, she does say, I want to try. I want to fight my fear. Let's do it. As long as I've got you guys, I'll be okay. And we're careful. That should have been the end of the conversation, though. Yeah, we we needed either a conversation between Mary and the group and Hero about why to get the group on board. This yes, is yes. this is a great opportunity for Hero to do, or even have like when he brings up the table, like even have like Shihiru or Yume turn around to Mary and go, "Mary, are you okay with this?" Yeah. Somebody to acknowledge the fact that she's there and she's clearly not okay. This- I, I would have liked to her uh, have said, oh, "No, I'm not okay with this." Run out of the pub. Run out of the pub, not said anything. Those guys go, oh, we, we really need to go somewhere and this is probably the best place we can go, but we can't go without Mary. Have it go to a nighttime conversation where they're sitting around the fire and that, and he's like, look. What, more of a group discussion with Mary? No, more of a personal conversation with Mary. Right. Where it's like, look, please understand that I want to help you. Like, have the I want to help you conversation and this has sort of led us to, because of what's happening in Domero... We have no choice but to go here. So this is... I think she of, knows that. Yeah. And that, that. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, I would have liked... You're, you're saying about personal just, conversation. It would have been very personal for this, them to say, let me speak to her, see what she says. And then in the morning, she comes out. This seems they're like all ready the, to go hunting and that. Well, they don't go immediately. They decide that they're going to prep, basically, and they're going to learn more skills before they even enter the mine. So, like, extra caution. And we see... Some more skills. Um, so we see Haruhiro learn a sneak attack spider. Oh, we also he also references for the first time skills that skill cost him thirty silver. It's the first time we find out that it uh, costs you know, money. It's a bit strange to Wait, be taught. So well, the teachers have the got to earn a, a, um, a living as well. Yeah. yeah, the teacher who kicks his ass, by the way, while he's Constantly. trying to learn spider, and he asks her finally about the the lines of light. And she turns around to him and she says that it's a good thing that he's seeing them already. And this is when we're like, oh, actually, they're not as special as we thought they were. And she's sort of like, yeah, it's good that you see them already. And then she says, usually people only see him once or twice every now and again. Very rarely, basically. But he references that he sees it pretty much on a regular basis. Do these make his class OP? I mean, what he does later. 
does this make his class OP? Do other classes have skills that counteract that? Is it, but again, we like we said, with does your personality and the way you approach things affect how quickly you gain skill, how quickly you learn stuff? How effective yeah, but it is. Particularly this one where you're guaranteed a kill or a hit, because that's what he does. That's what these green lines are. When it appears, he it still OP? has to approach it the right way. He knows this. He has yeah. to be the right speed. His he dagger has to, has to follow that path. And so it's not... The world moves shown as easy. He literally for him. says the world is still. Wait, yes. no, it's moving very slowly. This is OP as shit. This is this is Kirito's double blades. This this is what makes him a hero. That's when they they finally sort of turn around it's, and go. Haruhiro is. It makes a him boss. the protagonist. I don't think yeah. it makes him a hero. I think it makes him the yeah, protagonist. Yeah, protagonist. Yeah. This separates him from the rest because he can do what he does alone. This is his Kirito moment. And we lit- yeah, we literally saw another member of his group fail to do anything alone. Like fucking when um Redhead Boy Ronta. fought one of the Cobalts by himself, he had a hard time yeah. at like it, with a a grunt, a nothing. And this guy's taking So like bosses. it's it's like the life or death moment, isn't it? Um, yeah. if you how, how to pick up girls in a dungeon. The hero shot. Yeah. That when everything's, you know, your back's up against the wall, when everything's against you, you have this one last opportunity to win. That's what it is. It's like his hero shot. It's, it's his last moment when everything's going wrong. Are you, what are you laughing at? One shot, one opportunity. Why is he pepping with this? I don't know. I can't I help think, it. I think he thinks hero's eating his mum's spaghetti or something. <laughs> oh, it's spaghetti. <laughs> the, the group finally arrive at the mine and they sort of give the mine a backstory. So they tell you that uh, it was created by the Nation of Humans um, and they're the ones that made it. Then it got overtaken and the No-Life King took it over and he filled it with Cobalts. So, Such a weird thing. Again, we get backstory, though, on everything. Well, it seems that the No-Life King can control all of the monsters in the area. As far as we know, like he must have had assistance with Domero and the Goblins and now the Mine and... He's our it Morgoth. is seeming like a video game, though. He's our Morgoth. In this sense. Like, there's a there's a ruined city that way that's full of goblins. There's a mine down there full of cobalts. This is a safe zone. He's our Morgoth, basically. Or, sorry, guys, Sauron. Sauron. For you guys. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Would the front lines be PvP, then? Interesting. Do we reckon? I don't know. It, it does just seem like a video game a little bit at that point when yeah. you're like you know there's no, the, the mind w- level there the world and... itself is definitely a video game but it's done so well that it's not your first thought yes yeah oh yeah yeah true yeah and then we move into episode 10 and it basically opens straight away with everybody fighting cobalts and <laughs> these are not cobalts right? no they're werewolves they're wolves i know we've said it before they're not cobalts it's they're really just, not it's big, a werewolf they're big blue werewolves with shovels and fur they have fur they're not lizardy kobolds yeah, that we all know. Yeah, that's a werewolf. Yes. But it, like, they look like werewolves. They're, they're they're, they're, they are werewolves. They, they don't have any lizard or dragon-esque They're not even design. got lizardy tongues or no, anything like nothing. that. nothing. It's such an... Again, do you reckon that, translation can't, that can't be a direct translation? It's got to be what sounds good or what like what isn't a werewolf, but we can still call this anything. I don't know. I... Why not call them lichens or something? They could have just made. Wolves. They could have just made them kobolds that everybody knows. They could have just made them big lizard-esque, dragon-esque monsters. Yeah, just take off the fur. Pretty Job much. done. Pretty much. We then see some more skills from the team while they're fighting. So we see Yume use the skill Star Strike, and it's a throwing knife skill. 
that's a harder hero skill. Is right? this the one we see her practicing? Yeah, yeah, where she's using a knife. Yeah, yeah. So she's learned a throwing knife skill. No, I, this is a hunter skill. You think? I, it, guess. I think this yeah. is a mid range. I guess she, she is. is very long range. She's which is her bow, and, and she's, she's got, got short that range. really close short range dagger. I think the mid range would be throw the dagger. I guess she's sort of covering all prepared bases. us. Yeah, prepared herself for any sort of thing. Uh, we see spider as well that harder hero does, uh, and it's like a. A grapple from behind and a stab in the chest. Yeah, yeah jump on the back and stab through the chest and then jump back off. Weird move, right? Effective. I don't think it's weird, no. I think it's a normal move. Like, if you did this on a human, you'd push them forward and collapse and then carry on, wouldn't you? Like, it would be very quick and easy. It's got to be quick, isn't it? It's got yeah. to be really quick. Everything, You've got it, everything jump, it does is latch quick. and... <laughs> what? What? I don't know. Carry on. Could you relate to everything being done quick, Jim? Um... <laughs> Jump and lap. <laughs> I think you find everything with me is done very slowly. <laughs> Methodically, let's look at the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> we see Ranta's new skill. He's got a skill called Red Terror, and it's a skill that generates fear in the enemy. I like this one. It's very similar to Mogazo's War Cry, uh, except his is a paralyzing War Cry, whereas this one generates fear. Is it the ind- It's more of a individual attack as well. Mm. It is individual. He puts it on his blade and then he has to touch him with the blade, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. But it has to be used in the right way because he uses it in the wrong way. He generates fear in the cobalt and it makes it... Fight or flight. Yeah, it and goes it berserk fight. because it panics <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it becomes even harder for him to fight. Seems more of a confusion spell. I think it depends on the enemy like and what it is. If it's a pure anger-based energy, it's going to resort well, if to it's a just little... anger. But if it's not it's trying to be intelligent, I think panic would say. Yeah. If it was like a group of little goblins or something like that, they'd all flee. Yeah. I think, you know, yeah. you'd use that to try and get out of a situation maybe and strike fear into them, they run off sort of thing. Not to be used when you're fighting one-on-one, I don't think. No. They then describe like the the system of the Siren Mine. So we find out like the first level is full of the weak outcasts and the sort of lesser cobalts, the ones that have been pushed out of the There's society. There's a class system with these yeah, guys. Definitely. Each level has a class system. And we also find they have protective talismans. Yeah, I remember this a lot. Like, yeah, like they, they have nose rings and ear rings and stuff like that. And depending on the size of their rings and stuff like that. They're blessed in different ways, aren't they? Yeah. For protection. Which is actually, again, world building. I like this sort of stuff. The, uh, adding in little bits and pieces which help. And also that we get the horrible bit where Ranta's like, oh, great, extra. More stuff for me to take. Oh, yeah, when he rips the... Because yeah. he is, he, in this one, he's pretty brutal. Yeah, he just rips nose rings out. A monster's a monster to him. Yeah, but it's nice that to us they're not. It's not just some flat thing that is getting killed. And not to go back to Sword Art again, but even the boss fights in Sword Art, we don't get backgrounds or, you know, oh no, th- yeah. this boss dropped this and we see that once for a yeah, boss fight. Yeah. That's it, where he gets his cloak. No, it, I like the looting system in this because it's realistic. Yeah, it's li- what they are literally carrying. It's nice. What's in his pockets yep. sort of thing. Yeah. And we hear about the fact that sort of as you go through sort of level two, three, and four is all the sort of warrior cobalts, the farming cobalts. They got the elders and and then the lower the lowest level is the elder cobalts. So what's Death's Mots? I take it he's, he's not an, he's not an elder. He's a beast. I take it he's not an elder cobalt. I think he's just a leader. He's like a general. He's, yeah, he yeah. seems like a big boy who's in charge. Or some of the sort mind. of mutated. Yeah, he does seem like that. Like he's been stuck in radio. Or in a video game, he'd be one of the bosses of the level. He'd be a boss fight. Well, he's yeah. A, yeah, he's a boss of the mine. We also see Haruhiro always has guilt when he loots as well. 
he doesn't actually like doing it. He doesn't like... He, he knows it's necessary, but he does have remorse. It's robbing the dead. And he... he and he doesn't all, like it. All the dead deserve respect, I think, is yeah. what he sometimes Well, Mary has. always prays for them. Yeah. We see her pray over the body of the dead monsters. So I think he sort of takes her leaf out of her book. Yeah, really, doesn't and, he? and also um, Yume, yeah. who prays over monsters. And well, no, that. she prays to her god yeah. for protection. protection. I think all of them, apart from Ranta, I mean, we never see Mogazo loot anything at all. But I think they all have a little bit of remorse over looting. And I think I would too. You would not. It'd be weird. You, Depend- would, you would definitely not. Depends on the monster. You're looting. If you're, I- you're instantly <laughs> You're Ranta in this situation. Definitely. Maybe. You are. You're like, oh, sweet. Extra loot. Like I said, it's very hard to say how you'd react in a situation when it's not happened to you. Like, when actually taking a life is... Have you guys never, like, skinned an animal or no. plucked a chicken or anything like that? No. I killed a goldfish. <laughs> did Accidentally, just, did you just not feed it? No, it doesn't. It, did you fuck its water up? He doesn't know if that gerbil. Yeah, I did actually. <laughs> he doesn't know if that gerbil's still alive. <laughs> what gerbil is this? Lammy wicks. <laughs> what's, what's this Jesus gerbil? Christ! <laughs> what gerbil is this? <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a South Jesus Park. Christ. It's a South Park reference. <laughs> Don't worry. I've had a goldfish, though, yeah. See, I've skinned animals and plucked chickens and stuff. So I don't think I'd have much of a problem with with it. I think loot, I think I'd roll with it in the world, probably. Looting would be slightly different, though, because it's, it's they show them to be intelligent. And yeah. I think the first time I'd struggle, and then once I realised... You uh, get used to it. You, you sort of get it. into you do. it, you? get you? used to it. Which is what these guys did. We see that um, there's like a gondola system in the siren mine as well. Uh, but that's only used by the elder kobolds. So the group basically use like a wells. Yeah. They're like holes that drop you down to the next level via a rope. Yeah. But they also talk about the mine shaft. There's a elevator system, which is only used by the elders. Don't they? From that's the top the to bottom. Gondola. Gondola system. He's just got shafts on the mind. I know. Anything to fucking say shaft, isn't it? Shaft. <laughs> yes, the gondola system that we've already said is what the elders use. I, I take it the gondola system is the mine carts. That's what I'd associate that with. I is another it, way I of saying the mine carts? What, like gondola. a boat on a river? No, a gondola, oh. like a, a ski gondola. Ah, okay. Well, the guys in Venice that use <laughs> the bad elders <laughs> It's just a cobalt. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's all I can imagine. <laughs> I can't, kill, I can't kill this guy. <laughs> he has a beautiful voice. Such range on this kobold. I'm taking credit for the kobold. We see a little bit of Ronta as well, where they come across like a group of sleeping kobolds, and Ronta's like, he wants to go and kill them all. And they're like, no, 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 leave the sleeping ones alone. There's no need to alert them. You're killing them, right? You're killing them. You're you killing li- them. You're literally just taking death strikes. You're and all you're sneaking doing over them all at once. Yeah, you're all sneaking over and all attack at once and just fucking wipe them out before they can do anything. Yeah. Okay. I think Practi- you don't want them waking up. And yeah, getting that's you my from thing. Behind. That's my thing. Practicality. You're is... literally the way you're going in is the way you're getting out. Why would you leave an enemy behind you? Yep. Yep. That's the only thing I can think of is practicality. I don't want to have to deal with them later. Do you think there's a respawn? On these monsters. Because, no. like, numerous people have gone through the Siren Mine. Other parties have clearly gone into the Siren Mine. And they would have killed the first level Cobalts. 
but yet there still seems to be a flow of first level kobolds. Maybe it's just extreme reproduction. Well, rates. We, we see it with the goblins. They make they tell us that they have males and well, females, we know they yeah. and they protect females. I mean, the it's only expected. Reason, the only reason to protect the females is if they're necessary. For so you breeding. think it's just a natural replacement? Yeah. Of... Yep. And it's reproduction rates, I would imagine, which quite is high. probably why they're so untrained and shit. It's because yeah. they rush them back up. The anime gives us a little hint as well because we see Death Spots is about and he seems to know something's up. He's on the prowl anyway. He's effectively a dog. You can smell it, I imagine. You say he's a dog. This is the thing I have a question of. What the hell is Death Spots? Because you see the other guys look a like wolves. giant kobold. He looks like a wolf. He looks, he, like he's a wolf. Just a, no, he he looks exactly know. like the other kobolds, except he's buff as hell. He's fucking hench. But his face looks like the a other kobolds. Yeah, it looks like a kobold. To me, just for me, it looks more of a lizardy face. All the other ones look the, more the like the a way, wolf. The way face. the animated maybe, but Maybe a bit like, more elongated in the nose. It is. It, it is it, more what, elongated. It's, it's got a snout. He just looked like a massive version of yeah, the rest of them. He just looked fucking hench as shit. Yeah, he was a buff boy. We get another skill shown to us, and that's Shiharu, and she has a skill called Shadow Bond, and it basically binds enemies to the ground. This is a snare. It's great. But it also, we see, like, if she gets, like, worked up or anything like that, it doesn't hold as well. And it doesn't work on enemies who are in, like, a berserk mode. If an enemy is that much, like, fighting for its life, the bond will not hold as well. So it's not a fucking useful skill that's a shit skill any sort of strong or highly agitated enemies and it's not doing anything that's probably will versus will sure if her, if we're, her magic is as strong as she wills it to be if her concentration drops the magic drops so if mm. she wills for it to hold like we have hero with his green lines why won't her magic hold stronger when she gets that kind yeah, of yeah i guess mode? so we never see her really fully use it to no, any effect we don't really see her use her magic to full effect except down here yeah and she goes fucking nuts <laughs> we get um the light line come into reference again and we see the harder hero is starting to get to grips with using it he's started to master like the speed he needs to be at and the focus that he needs to have and stuff like that so he's starting to understand it and use it more often we also get around this time, a conversation with... Well, Ranta almost at one point hits Hero with his sword in the fights, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets overzealous with the attack. You and say he overzealous. Pier- he pierces through the enemy and almost hits Haruhiro, who's behind the enemy. Yeah, and he's like, whoops, didn't mean to do that, jokes. Yeah, he's getting... Up, he's big bollocks, isn't he? He's lash he's, out. Yeah, he's getting fucking... Well, Hero then tells him <laughs> that on. he's not being a teammate. You might want to explain what Billy Big Bollocks means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have an international audience here. <laughs> it's just an expression where you get a bit over your station. Too big for your boots. Yeah, too, too big, big for, for your, your boots. boots. is probably the best way to oh. put it, yeah. <laughs> There's one for the Yanks to pick up on. Billy Big Bollocks. Bertie Big Bollocks, I thought that was <laughs> The group decide that they don't want to go any further down as well. They, they sort of are like, this is a good place to stop we don't want to push ourselves as a team but then Ron this is when Ranta has big issues what are they sort floor of, three is it the farm yeah, yeah it's about yes that I think they get to the farm level don't Which they three. no just below just before that the mine before they go down the smelting room no no just before <laughs> smelting that. is four yeah isn't it no that's five so four is the farmland Three is when they have the conversation. I thought three was farmland. I no, 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 no. Could it's be wrong. Four, I don't remember that well. Five. I'm not confident in saying it is. <laughs> but basically, he, find, he he's not happy with his sort of position in the group. 
is he? It just seems... Ron Turp finally tries to explain why he's doing what he's doing. He basically turns around and he says that he wants to be able to look after himself so that the team and the party can focus elsewhere. And be better. He doesn't want them worrying about him. That's what a Dark Knight's job is. He like wants to yeah they're he, self-sufficient. Yeah, they're, that's what he wants. They come with heals, they come with tanky modes, they come with a slight DPS, which is why he's not effective on the front line as a DPS. He's being a dick though. He has been a he's dick been about a it. Massive but, dick. But he's playing. He leaves his it class. too long to try and explain to the group what he feels and why he's doing what he's doing. And he's doing it in the wrong way, again. But you can understand what he means when he finally explains it to Harahiro. They they end up leaving. It cuts yeah. back to them back in the lodgings again. And uh, Haruhiro wakes up and he goes outside and Yume is practicing with the throwing knives. He ends up falling asleep and Yume sort of lays with him and, and then she puts a blanket over him. And another bonding moment again Doesn't between these two characters. With her doing the throwing knives, she puts a blanket on him. And then no, because you're forgetting about the conversation. So he's laying in bed and then he's like, I need to talk to Ranta. I need to have this conversation where I talk to him about how he's yeah. not being a good team member. So then he says, Ranta, can I talk to you outside? They go outside and then they have the conversation around... Yeah, this is when Ranta acts Hero. like a dick again. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, he's like, look, I don't care. And this he's being a massive dick here because Hero's just like, look, why are you being the way you're being at the moment? It doesn't make any sense. You need to be more of a team member. And then... Ranta's just like, why Why would I do that? You guys don't see me as part of this team. You don't communicate I don't know how many me. times they've got to tell him he's in this fucking team and it's, include him and everything else. It's one thing else. to be told and another thing to be shown. Yes, and, and they don't these, really show it. These guys, as much... I think the problem he has is they show so much oomph with Mary that even though she's cold and distant yeah, and shitty okay. and they're really pushing this relationship yep. to make it work and Ranta is the same he's cold and shitty in a, a different way but cold and shitty and they show no effort whatsoever this, uh, they literally just keep him around yeah and that's when he says he just doesn't want to be friends with him he doesn't want to be friends with Hero but he'll be a good party member I think Hero feels a little bit defeated for I him. don't think he believes that though I, I, I think this think is Ranta that acting like Billy Big Bollocks again and not saying what he thinks. Yep. He's saying what he has to say. Protecting to, himself. To sound like a fucking boss yeah. rather than being a bit vulnerable and be like, no, I'll fall in line because you guys are right and you're right for me. Well, it's not, he, he doesn't even really say that. It's like, yeah, I'll fall in line because you're the leader of this group by default, not by any decision or anything well, like that. He doesn't say that yet, does he? Well, no, he doesn't he say that. He calls leader later. But yeah, no, he's like, oh yeah, I'll do it, Mr. Yeah, leader. Yeah, he does that at the end, yeah. yeah. Properly, anyway. Yeah. We cut from the bonding moment with the blanket. They're back fighting again, and we see some more new skills again. So we see Mary with a new skill. Um, she's got Flame Ready, which is a type of light magic, and basically it's a, it does a small damage. But it doesn't just do small amount of damage. It's used to slow an opponent down as well. So again, a support magic, which is handy. But we never see this in use. She uses it the first time when they're explaining what yeah. it is, and then and you never see it. it again. Could have been useful on despots. If, if it, it would have done been, anything. If it would have done anything. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It might not have affected him. Uh, Mogozo has a new skill as well. Fast thrust, which is a back thrust. Just a blade strike, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I'll be good. I'm not doing the motions. And we see the group go past level three, which is the farmland. <laughs> 
Look at the fucking smugness on your face. I, I did write it down. I mean, I was right too. I'm just not a smug little prick. I didn't realise I wrote it down in the first place, otherwise I would have corrected it earlier. But <laughs> I was polite, Jim. You were. For once. We, Thank you, Grayson, for once. We get Ranta doing Ranta again, and he's basically really pushing it as they're going through. He's being a dick the entire time again. He even, like, goes to kill those pig slugs yeah he pokes it with his yeah and harley hero is like don't you dare why don't touch it why why would you ah because he's being a dick yeah but that's a line that is this the start of a serial killer (laughs) he may as well be fucking killing kittens don't fuck with cats don't fuck with cats the internet will fucking get you the group go down to level four they start basically talking about the fact that you only get into a fight if you think you can insta kill yeah they, they go for easy kills Things that they can catch out, or quick and efficient solos where they can yeah just kill them. But it doesn't away. work. So the alarm gets raised and Deathspots turns up, and it ends with Mary freaking out. Yeah, that's when they're in the farmland, and that and he rings those bells. The farmland looks so good, by the way. Yeah, it does. Just as a side note, like brilliant the lighting of this place and the fact that it's underground and why it, is it lit? I think is there like cave lanterns? Like, there's lanterns, and I think some of the rocks have a natural Glistening. light to them, like um, uh, like bioluminescence type of deal. Like Nern root from Blooming Skyrim. You know, I hated Skyrim so much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that. I know yeah, I am. Go at him, get him. No, no, no. I'll play it on the 17th re-release. Don't worry. We'll move into episode 11. We see Mary asleep under a tree, and it's basically a flashback to. Her old Look party. I'm gonna fuss for a die, <laughs> bitching face. No, no, I used to like Skyrim. No, then you took an arrow to the knee. No, not having it. <laughs> oh, that was a bad joke. You don't get to use Carry that line Sheen. after you've dissed Skyrim. We see Mary's old party before she died again. Uh, before they died, it then cuts and basically Mary has blanked out. She she sort of went off into her own little headspace at, at the worst possible moment where Death Note has shown up. The one moment when you need a bit of composure. Death spots. You said death notes. I was like, death I, had, I had death notes. Did I say death notes? <laughs> yeah, you, you said death notes. <laughs> I was like, oh God. Like Yagami's going to turn up in a minute. <laughs> well, you're fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> he knows how to get a name out of you. Refer to your death notes. Yeah. The group decide that the best course of action is to go further down rather than up and get out. And they drop down to move to a new up level to get out. And we see the fifth level, which is the smelting level, the forge. I agree. It's always better to go down to get up. <laughs> it's time to get down. <laughs> Start, look, I've been pulling out references all episode. I don't want to know what you've been pulling out. <laughs> you can't see under the table. <laughs> the group basically decide to go to the fifth level because Mary tells them that there's a spot that her old party used to use. It's an old abandoned temple. And because the Cobalts don't worship this god, they never go near this temple. Yeah, that logic checks out. And they get to the they get to the area, the temple, the broken down temple. And this is... Uh, did we all see this come in? No, yeah. I didn't, actually. No? I didn't, yeah. because I didn't really... I knew something was going to happen. I didn't really remember the fact that if they die... I think they they do that well, the fact that they don't try and mention it as much to try and get you with this moment. And basically, you may hear like a rattling sound and... I think it's Death Spots. 
because he's got that giant sword and it rattles along the floor. My 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 cogs went into overdrive here, and I put two and two together and got it right, but not until the rattling sound. Yep. As soon as I heard rattling, rather than like a, a snarling or a heavy breathing, a dragging or, and yeah, stuff like that, stuff like that, the usual big yeah. monster noises. I was like, oh wait, no, yeah, they didn't they didn't get cremated. And lo and behold, Mary's old party turn up undead and they attack and mary decides that she's gonna go frontline she just throws herself into action and simply because she learnt a dispel spell i think i, I was waiting for you to say dispel spell <laughs> dispel spell for this occasion she knew this was going to happen the problem with this spell is that it has to be close range she has to physically touch she the has undead. to hug them doesn't have to hug she has to just has touch to hug. i think that's her goodbyes it's just very nice. That's a very nice touch. And when they start fighting, they're mismatched. Yeah. And they reference this. They're like, the classes that are fighting the other classes are going to have a problem. They were basically. better. They were better people. Mary's party was a better party, yeah. And basically, Mary goes in and takes them down one by one. With the help of the team, though. She doesn't do it by herself. Every single time, there's someone there's coming a contribution. in to help. It's never just her. Like this, I think this really helps her to be part of the unit integrated yeah a proper part of the unit when they see that they're willing to do this they all do their job should have had as a conversation earlier and then back it up and reinforce it with the with these scenes yeah like i said one by one they she does finally get it's a lovely moment when she is dispelling them oh the last one hugs her back yes you see see it's like hand on the back of her head for reassurance i'm like you fucking cunts you did it again you got me right in the goddamn (laughs) feels when he reaches out and touches yeah but they sort of have, again, downtime once they've dispelled the undead. They have another... D- and they start sort of talking to each other about, like, how they want to be stronger and how they plan on getting stronger and stuff. They have, and, like, this little group talk. And the is it, who's the big tanky dude? Morgazo. Morgazo. He does a really nice thing and compliments their tank and says he was better. Yes. And we find out, like, people like Yume, she wants to get, like, a wolf dog because they're helpful for the party and stuff like that. Yeah, it starts with him saying, I want to be that strong. I want to be that good. Yeah. And the they all have, up. like, ways. And they get worse. It goes from, I want to be awesome at my job to, I want a puppy. Yeah, but she says that they're, they're used to help with, like, hunting and scouting and stuff like that. She's a hunter. She's supposed yeah. to have one. Yeah. Or a ranger-type person. She's got to have, like, a... Familiar of I wouldn't no, want a wolf dog in the party simply because if it died, I'd be devastated. Yep. <laughs> I wouldn't want that, that commitment. That single con outweighs any pro that dog yep. brings to the party. I'd have to leave it in the lodgings whenever I went out. Just like, this is my dog for home. I know it can help me. But, oh, but then I, everyone else has got to suffer when you don't come back because you're dead in a fucking dungeon somewhere and that dog is just waiting. Uh, and then, then we get the Futurama. dog. Then we get the Futurama we the dog Futurama. with Fry just oh waiting. My God, don't bring that dog up. <laughs> if you've not seen that episode of Futurama, it's to be devastating. Fair, Fry didn't bring that dog up because he chuffed off. Sad now. <laughs> All around me, over. Oh, Deathspots decides to show up at this moment when they're having their little bonding session. Oh, one entrance. Does he just walk for a walk? He just smashes he in. Just smashes and he's, he's like the Kool Aid guy. He basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he basically sounds the alarm and then it's like, shit's hit the fan. <laughs> 
Give him a second. I'm done. It's fine. <laughs> the group then decide that the best course of action is to run away. They retreat. Well, they it try is to the retreat. the best course of action. And they get into the smelting room and they start sort of leaping, parkouring up the wooden platform frames. And Hero falls and gets caught by Ronta at the last minute. Well, there's a bit that before this that's very nice with them. They do that jump, don't they? Yeah, the massive leap like across. A, like yeah. a, a unit. Ranta picks up um, Thingy's big sword because he picks up uh, Magic Dealer. Yeah. Mogazo picks up Yume and yeah. Shihiru, doesn't no, he? No, he throws one, one and yeah, picks up the it. other one, and but he drops his sword to do it. Ranta picks it up yeah. and throws it across and like, jumps across with it. It's quite nice because he's still acting like a good party member. What are you smirking at, Jim? <laughs> Is it the schmelting? No, it wasn't that. I ignored Schmuck that completely. <laughs> all, I ima- all I could remember from the bit where you're just like, he throws them over, all I've got is the image from Lord of the Rings. Toss me. <laughs> I can't admit the jump. Toss me. <laughs> That's all I could think of. No one likes Lord of the Rings. Shut up. <laughs> As... As Ranta's holding on to Harahiro, Death Spots decides to launch like a shield and basically throws it at the wooden platform and smashes it to pieces. Is it a shield? I, I thought it was like a, a giant wheel. wheel cog or something. I, I thought it was a cog. It might have been a cog. I, I wrote down shield throw. Huge. It was blue. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking huge as well. And he like discussed that fucking thing. He yeeted it. Harahiro manages to get away and it sends Ranta tumbling. I did not see this coming. No. I thought it was going to be Harahiro. Harahiro. I thought it was going to be Hero too. Yeah, no, Ranta gets sent tumbling. And he fucking proves his worth here. Well, he Harahiro fucking, oh, he's so good here. does the best thing he can possibly do. He remains completely calm and he goes back up to the farming level and he explains the situation and he basically says to him, we need to come up with a plan to save Ranta. It's nice how they got here as well, because inside he's panicking first, and then he goes, no, 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 we need to do this calmly, yeah. and then he verbalises that to the yeah. team. Yeah, that's a narration where he's yeah. like, oh no, it's I can't believe it. It's a good way to do it. And then he's like, no, hold on, I need to think about this, we need to do this properly, not just run in and be stupid like we have done before. He has complete faith that Ranta will be okay. And yeah. he focuses not on we need to get down to Ranta now. He focuses on, we need to come up with a plan because Ranta will be here. And then it cuts to the end of the episode where Ranta's holding his own. He's standing there. He's taking them on. (laughs) Yeah. He's He's doing the come at me, bro. Throwing shit at him. I love that. Yeah, he's just throwing rocks and anything (laughs) he can find. It's great. That entire bit is great where he's just like, come on then. I'll take you. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most... (laughs) <laughs> Tis but a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bite your ankles. <laughs> Episode 12 opens with Ranta's blood covered helmet hanging off of a wooden post. And, well, they're, they're trying to give the impression that shit's gone down and it's, Ranta's not come out He's well. He's dead. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're trying to imply, I guess. Uh, For about three seconds. Yeah, th- but then Ranta appears without a helmet. Basically no. hiding on in the farmland level. With a helmet? Yeah. There's a moment in a this episode problem. where he's running and he's got the helmet on and they cut again and he hasn't got it on. There's a little bit of a slip up there with the animation. And I'll forgive that. I will forgive that. There like are many one, in this. There are many. There's two. There's two. And they're so very the, quick and brief. Yeah. The arrow which I'm glad wasn't there. And also 
this one, which didn't really make any problems whatsoever for me. It's just one of those things where when you have to analyse an anime, you pick up on it. If you were probably just watching this in your flow, you, you might not have even noticed. Did they change this scene? They probably put in the beginning three seconds after the rest of the scene. Possibly. So they, yeah. they would have done him running away as the opening of the episode, limping away as you'd say, opening, as the opening of the episode. And then they the did the helmet went, hanging. No, we'll put this helmet scene here first because it'll look cool. Yeah, and then forgot to, and then forgot deal to, with it. to fix it. Yeah, uh, we see him hiding amongst the pig slugs. They d- the pig slug things decide that they they're going to help him. They sort of cover him. They, I love this. They bit. create like they they circle the wagons is what they do. Yeah, it's just funny because he's like, mm, I underestimated you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. And then it breathes on him and he throws up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get one of the best characters up here. Ranta's demon. I fucking love Ranta's demon. <laughs> and he comes in and his opening words are wimpy Ranta and caterpillar. Caterpillar. <laughs> and Ranta basically turns around and is like, help me. You've yeah, got to help me. Shut and up, and, and help the me. thing turns around and just, die. Die, Ranta. Die, 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 die. I love this because all the time throughout the entire anime, he's been talking about how badass his demon is and how amazing and how strong it is. And this thing just wants it to him to die. <laughs> it literally is but just telling him to reason, die. Because they do... Well, he's a demon. Yeah, and they, they do they talk about that. that he, if he dies, he becomes some demon lordy thing. Yeah, that's it's what It's not saying. just death. It's like, it's better for you. They try and convince him that yeah. it's better for him. It's more lore that's <laughs> unnecessary, but it just fleshes out the class. Oh, it's a bit of comedy relief Yeah, in that moment, isn't it? Well, it's just funny... The contrast between how well he talks it up and then when it comes out, it's just like, nah, die. I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> just die. And it just looks like a bit of dust. Yeah, he looks like a puffball. <laughs> He's brilliant. <laughs> it cuts over to the rest of the group and Yume has a moment where she sort of explains that although she's not a fan of Ranta, she's still worried about him as well. This is another indication that she's not into him, right? Yeah, because she's like, look, I'm not his biggest fan. He's always taking the piss out of me, but he's one of us. There's no hint of any romantic attraction in her little speech at all. Again, it's concern for a mate. Yeah, literally as far as it goes. And then we cut back to Ranta, and he basically he kills her cobalt, and then his little demon thing is telling him that he needs to get a vice, and he's like, not now. And this is when well, the group yeah, then see it. him like, in the distance. Ooh, yeah, it's like vice, vice, <laughs> not vice, now. Vice. And he's like, no, not now. I can't do that now. <laughs> And then the group happen to see him because they, they're on like a higher platform of the farmland level. Yeah, they're and at the they, entrance. Yeah. yeah. Well, they howl. Some, another cobalt sees him and howls and alerts everybody that he's there. And they're like, oh, he's definitely yeah, here. It's because he makes a noise killing the first one. And yeah. came over to look. And he runs off and he hides in a shed. Uh, all the while, while his demon is basically telling him to die the entire time. And he says, he has like a little inner... It's not an inner monologue. He basically says out loud to himself, like, that he wished he made a move on Yume. And he's like, I'm and stupid. And how he doesn't want to die. Yeah. He, he wants to actually see all of them back again. And you finally get a piece of... Yeah, he cares about he them? He cares. And yeah. he's actually upset that he's not going to see them all again. But Deathspot shows up and attacks him. He does the three little pigs here on him. He's like huffing and puffing on his blooming wooden house. And just smashes the shed to pieces. Yeah. This is this is the moment we were speaking about when he runs off. This is the moment when that helmet appears and disappears. This, so if you're watching it or watched it, don't worry about that. Ignore it. It's not a big deal. 
Then the group burst into action and they all attack. And they, they do get away. They, they manage to get to Ronta and they manage to get well, Ronta away. Ronta does that amazing dodge out of an exploding shed. Yes. First. <laughs> like the dude that was limping two seconds ago, like using his sword as a crux. And Ronta also, is it Ronta that turns around to Haruhiro and is like, stop trying to be Monoto? This well, is when they get up to the next level. He starts barking they commands. Yeah, he starts barking commands to yeah. survive here. But Ronta's trying to get across that you're not Monoto, you're Haruhiro. Be Haruhiro, don't be Monoto. Well, we get the bit where they get up to the next level to, and they escape to the next level. Ranta says to them all, he's glad to see them all. He actually shows a bit of emotion, doesn't he? And it's like, oh, he does actually care. And then we get that also, that other moment where he sees Yumei and his hand twitches because he's like, hmm. Well, the angle that they suggest is yeah. he's going to grab her tits. Yeah, well, it's I said it's I, supposed to be like a nice moment and then he reverts back to old Ranta and he comments on how small her chest is again. Yeah, because he actually wants to... I would have liked a bit more from the voice acting to be more playful in his voice than normal rather than just straight up harsh. He got, Like I said, he falls back into that harsh again. Instant harshness again. I, I, if it was playful and he was being more gentle but he with goes it, back on the defensive again, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's just instant revert. The group then discussed, like, they turn around and we find out that Mary's only got one cure left in her, and it's not... That's after she heals Ranta. Yeah, she heals Ranta, Ranta, and then she's only got one left, and we see that Shiharu is basically tired. She's almost out of magic as well. The group's fucked. They're tired. They need to get up to the surface. They need to get out now. Then Death Spots shows up again. But they're walking up the cavern, aren't well, they? Well, they think they've escaped, don't they? They're almost at the end, and then all of a sudden he pops out of nowhere, and they're like, oh. He's like climbing this up. Guy won't, this guy will not give up, is what they say. And they also make a comment that the more damage they seem to deal on him, the stronger he becomes. Rage. He's got a rage skill. Definitely. And we did forget to mention that he's only got one eye right now. Yeah, you may put an arrow in his eye earlier on. To save on. Uh, Ranta, yeah. yeah. This is the moment when Haruhiro basically realises that he will not stop. Despots won't stop unless one person stays behind to delay him. And he decides that he's the one that's going to do that. Well, he jumps, he grabs it round the neck and pulls it down. He does his spider grab thing. Yeah. But he does it with his cloak. Yeah. Because it's just too big for him to grab. And then it, oh, it just pushes off the wall or something. Yeah, and basically pulls it down and into drags the pit. Him back into the cavern again. And he ends up trying to fight it and he snaps his wrist. Yeah, he breaks his arm. Yeah, he breaks his left arm, I believe. Or the, whatever arm he doesn't have to hold the knife in, he breaks. He sort of stands toe to toe with death spots and then he sees the light. Yeah, the light begins to form, and it's like a this very strange, long pattern, isn't it? There's so many. I think it shows options, and then he picks one. Yeah, it's like different paths that lead to it. Because time basically stops. Yeah. All of a sudden, time almost stops for him. Yeah, it goes extremely slow, and he's like, oh no, time has stood still. And then he's like, oh wait, it hasn't stood still. It's just going very, very slowly. Yeah. This is a good sequence. Right? It is a good sequence. The way they, I, the way they animated it and did it, the way he's flowing through the light and his blade is guiding He cuts it, it in half like it's silk as well. It's, I, I, I thought it was really nice. It, it's really good. And all the different lines show... I think they, they go to different places. It doesn't always lead to the same spot. It yeah. just shows all of the options he's got for an attack on all different parts of the monster. And, and then he him, picks one. 
it's him narrating as well. Yeah. It's the narration for me that does it well. He's like, look, I need to be calm. I need to do this sensibly. I've got one chance. I've got one chance of beating this thing and I'm going to try it. And I've he got to. does. He follows the line of light and kills it. Well, he cuts the eye, the other eye that's not been punctured by the arrow. And then what? He swings with his sword and then he pulls him down onto the sword. Uh, no, he snaps his sword. When he so yes. when he's going through the light, he blocks his sword once with his dagger. Breaks that it. That breaks it, which is bullshit. <laughs> but a we'll, little tiny dagger. But we'll flow with it. And then he goes carries the rest of he's it in and his own. He, he stabs it in the eye and then he falls onto his own blade and goes through him. And that's how he kills him. That's how he kills him. That's pretty good. The whole sequence is beautiful. It's well done. I mean really well done. Yes, okay, it's cliche. <laughs> We knew it was going to happen. You know, the whole explaining the line of lights and him staying behind. You could see it coming. Death spots. You could see it coming, but it. I don't think that deferred away from the fact that it was such a good sequence. It needed to happen. And then he faints after beating death spots. And he wakes up to Mary humming and yeah. singing next to his bedside. He finds out that, well, the group dumped the bag of 30 gold in front of him and is like, what do you think, don't they? Because he's like, what happened? They're like... What do you think? And dump the thirty gold in front of him. Thirty gold makes you rich, right? Fucking like that. That they've sword. already said how in like big one gold coin is is just massive. Like yes, yeah, ten silver, hundred silver. One gold is a hundred silver. Yeah. So Jesus. And when they first killed their first goblin, they only got one silver and a tooth, and that kept. And them it going wasn't for, even a silver. That was no, worth thirty bronze. Yeah, and that kept them going for ages. So they've got 30 gold, which they decide to divvy up between them evenly. If I'd have killed that thing, I'd have wanted a bigger share. If I was the one to deal that one... Right, so... The only other person who hurt it was Yume with the arrow in one eye. That's it. What we've established here is we don't run raids with Sheeny. We don't give him looting. If if you'd have fucked off and I was was standing there toe-to-toe with it and I dealt the finishing blow and fainted... And you'd fucking come in and gone, oh, we'll have a share of that, thanks. I'd have been like, no, 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 no. You can have some of it, but fuck, you all fucked off. I stayed behind. I dealt the finishing blow. I deserve a bigger share. You'd also still be in there as a fucking corpse walking around (sighs) because the team didn't come back and get you. Yeah. You don't know that. No, I'd expect you to come back and get me. Oh, there's expectations now. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, we're just there to fucking ambulance you out. You ain't getting a bigger share. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like we won't have to divvy up that <laughs> 30 gold with one extra fine. party member. It's fine. Two halves are better than one, yeah. third, one third, isn't it? Yeah. Nice, yeah. They also took the sword as well from Death Spots and uh, they basically gave it to Mogazo and he's said that he's going to take it to a blacksmith. Well, it's the blade part because yeah. they leave the hill and yeah. they take the big fuck off like six foot blade. Yeah. And Mogazo says he's going to take it to a blacksmith. He's got the money now that he can create a well, new the, massive sword. They made that decision as a group. Yeah, yes. they, they put that all together. They said, well, that's the first thing we'll spend some money on then. Well, they, they, they constantly try and upgrade Mogazo, don't they? they? They always reference how important it is to upgrade his gear over anybody but else's. His sword got broke, didn't it? Yeah, it got damaged. Yeah, it got It broke. got damaged, yeah. yeah. Uh, we then cut to Brittany, who is ripping down the poster. Who's <laughs> ripping down the poster of Death Spots and he turns around and he goes, not bad, little ones. Creepy. Creepy. It's another indication. Look, Brittany just... knows a lot more than he lets on. And that's another yeah, little hint to him having more importance probably He's for future. He's not an NPC. No. 
He's another real person as well. Yeah. Well, this is a point when we go and see Haruhiro go back up Have to conversation Manato's grave. For the last time. Oh, this and is so good. Well, we, is, we also see Mary with a new attitude as well. So she's completely They, they have a, a bar new scene, person. don't they? Yeah. yeah. And they actually see her laughing and then her old friend said they actually did it. They got a smile back. And we also get Renji, who approaches the party and apologises for his attitude, giving, trying to give them that gold coin that he did. He apologises for it. But Harahiro flips it and is like, no, I can get where you're coming from. I knew why you did this. And you that actually got kicked us into gear. Yeah. He basically is like, no, thank you for doing that because if you'd have not done that, I wouldn't have then had the attitude of, no, we're doing this ourselves. Yeah. We don't need charity. Then Haruhiro goes to Monito's grave again. Oh, I was in such a rush to get to this point. I really enjoyed this scene. It was such a nice it way for nice. this anime he to ba- end. He basically talks to him about being a leader and he, he asked Monito how he felt when he was the leader and, and stuff like that. It's like a sentimental piece at the end, isn't it? But Monito disappears. Halfway through the conversation, yeah. Monito is gone because he doesn't need that reassurance anymore. But he, does Monito reference, like, I'm only here because you're because you're imagining me, a, yeah, me you're here. making me appear here because he uses he uses monito as his internal voice for yeah. for leadership but he doesn't need that anymore for the positive reinforcement of what he's doing yeah, that's this, what it this basically is that is. growth this is this is that from relying on what would monito do to just going i'm going to do yeah it's a beautiful moment again and the music portray. the music at this point when we go through Monito's final bit is so nice. It's mellow and it's such a nice way to end the anime. The last passing comment that Haruhiro sort of gives is he sort of references that the the echoes of his past memories and everything like that, all the times when they were referencing mobile phones, stuff like that, that's all vanishing from his mind. He said the longer he spends in this world, the, the less and less and less he even remembers or says the last time we get a reference to another world is Mogazo, yeah, when he's, carving, he's making it? the plane carving. Yeah, he holds that's it. Sun. In episode eight. That's the last time we actually get a reference to them talking about another world. They seem to have integrated very well now, and well, the, they're not he, really thinking about This whole, whole speech else. is him accepting it, because he goes, I don't care, because I, I only want to keep the memories with these guys. I wonder, I wonder if they now. would have picked that up in season two and thrown more There's a references. There's to find out, which is uh, the, the, the manga. Yeah, the manga, yeah. Um, and then it ends with basically the group turning around and saying that they're going to leave for a new adventure. And that's how they leave it. This first season I looked at, and it only covers two volumes of a 16-volume manga so far. You don't see that very often with animes. They usually try and cram as many volumes of manga into a season as they can. This was done. They only covered two for the full 12 episodes. And I think that shows. It has to be paced very carefully. I think that shows. They wanted to show the emotion, the pain, the world building, the skills, explaining, the growth of the players, everything. And they did that at such a good pace. They have done what SAO didn't do in yeah. their first season. It's, it's the exact time. opposite of, of what SAO is, which is it's all of explanation and very little action, but the action is balanced so well that you don't really mind. It, it You want more, but you don't feel like you need more. But the combat's more. good. The combat is yeah, even well, good in it. You get, like I think I referenced in episode one, you get five minutes of just action and fighting, and then you get 15 minutes of just normal life. Yeah. 
conversation. And the fact they've only used building. 16... They've got 16 volumes of source material, but they've only used two. Why have they not got a second season? Well, people have been asking. We'll go into final thoughts on... I have, I have a theory about why they've done it, and I think it's actually... It holds up very well, and I think there has been conversations around this, that the anime was not designed to be a long-running series. It was designed as a move to try and push the manga. But why? They, well, they, 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 they had, they had that was a goal that they used. You One, it money. was supposed to push manga, but two, it was supposed to be, if this does well, we do a season two. There are well. animes out there that purposely go out of their way only to do one season with no... Who's <laughs> going the animation? Yeah. But there's also um, Rosary Vampire. This is an anime that was really good, really well received, but it never got a season two because the studio had absolutely no intention whatsoever of doing a season two. They were like, we did season one solely for the purpose of boosting the manga. That's it. And the like figurines, well, etc. This is our first goal then. Like Heaven's Lost Property? Did that? Was that, that the one no, that... They finished that off with a movie. Yeah. I don't want a movie of this. Yeah. It, 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 you're not it. fitting enough in. No, 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 no. It's cram it way not. too much. You can have a movie. Would you want it? No. What, I don't what want could a movie. you fit into an hour and a half? It's hard to that say. Would work well a lot of animes, universe. I don't it like work. it when they throw a random movie in that has no reference to the storyline being portrayed in the seasons. Yeah. I hate. I don't like that sometimes because it just feels so separate from what you have invested in. I just don't enjoy even the fairy tale movies. I was fully invested in fairy tale as a season, and then they brought a movie out, and I was like, oh, I don't really. Well, we what. remember, don't, don't we? I don't care about the movie. Well, we watched fairy tale, then it got up to what episode six hundred or somewhat, and it was like, right, now we're waiting for the actual seasons. We watched fairy tale zero, and which then was we, a prequel, yeah, which was a prequel, and then we were like, what are we going to watch now? And you were like, let's go watch the movies, and the movies because of where they're placed at the time of when the anime came out, it's so off-putting and you're not really Just sure where the, you're sort of The sitting. pacing would be jarring yeah. in this. You yeah. can't... This isn't action. This is slow with some action in it. You're not fitting enough story and world-building and character development that you you know and Not when they've show. done a good job in season yeah, one. Yeah, you, you wouldn't get that in an hour and a half movie. Even if you stretch it to two hours, like your name and, and those lot, you're not, it's not enough time. It's not. It would be devastating for them to do a second season and rush it anyway. Yeah, I'm worried that if they do the season two, they'll butcher it. That might be the problem. It, like, you either die a hero or live long enough to be see yourself become a villain and then you end up with Sword Art season two. Mm. Or Justice League. So what's our final thoughts on it? <laughs> I'm leaving it alone because... <laughs> I watched the Snyder cut the other day. I haven't seen it yet. No spoilers. It's really good. No spoilers. Fucking Mutley over here. I know. So what's everyone's final thoughts on Grimgar? I want more. It's left me... Lee, it's left me wanting more. We all want more of this, right? I'm disappointed. There's no argument. This has got to be our first summoning mission, surely. We need a season fucking two. Let's rally the fucking troops. We need a season two. This, this is the first anime where I been desperate for a season two there's only a few that i've really gone out of my way of like i want a season two i need a season two and this is one of them this is so good and it leaves it on such an open note that you need a season two yeah i was just thinking about the animes that i've had previously i think i'm putting this one in the same category as uh, when i watched season one of aot and i was like it's not coming out for two years oh I, I at least knew something was coming i was just so long away this is more of a case of 
there's nothing planned for this anime and i just feel like i want more i want to see more give me more of this anime it's i'm gonna call it if they went and actually pushed this and they did it right and they did it well this could rival sao i think this it already would beat does. it I think it already beats See, SAO. I wanted to say I'd beat it, but I just felt like you guys this were going to kill it me. It doesn't. I think it does. Not this at the moment. This season doesn't beat Sword Art. This season is better than any single season of Sword Art. It's Sword not. Art's only better because they gave us more. Yeah. I'll give it that. I'll give it that. That's SAO is better because it has a completion. Like, there's arcs and yeah. things change. That's the only reason that SAO is better is because you get more and more and more of it, so you're not left wanting. And the problem is with this, you're left wanting more... And you're not being given more. And there's no plan for more. I'm happy to be an advocate so, for this second season. Yeah. If it we, doesn't look good though, boys. If we get enough popularity that we have some sort of swing somewhere, we will go out of our way to try and get a season two we'll make of this it. made. <laughs> we'll make, we'll make it. it. Yeah, let's let's put up a Patreon. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get we'll get those one dollar subscriptions. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we'll set up an OnlyFans. No, we'll get, we'll get the same voice actors. We'll I'd be happy to constantly people. speak out and say that I want a season two of this. Well, this this first season came out in two thousand sixteen. Yes. Yeah, and we're now five you, years down the line. You can line. do as much five research years. online as you like, and it's so up in the air. It, no, it is five years as of recording. Yeah. When this came out. They do say, though, that some animes take six, seven years to get a season two. This has grown bigger and bigger the longer it's been out. It's been a very slow burner. Yes. I think we've already discussed in the first episode that... But it doesn't come in strong, which is probably why it wasn't so popular when it first came out. It's because it's such a slow-burning anime. What came out at the same time? That's the problem. Did SAO come out at the same time as this? It would have been around it. It would have been around about the same time. So it would have been a case of people and saw SAO. SAO ticks more boxes for Quicker. a wider audience. Yes. yes. So did we have any problems with this? Mild continuity issue twice, but that is it. Only a few. Go and on, literally man. only a few. And they're just small changes that I would make, like the conversation to go down to the, the mine. Yep. I would eventually, I would have liked that to be in there. But even they're not big, they're not, it's not broken without them. It's not. So we always go into these ratings saying that, well, you get a perfect score if we can't poke a single hole in something, right? It has to be perfect. It, yeah, it, it doesn't matter if it's broken or not. It just has to be perfect. What rating did we give SAO? SAO came in at an 8.5 for us. I mean... Simply because we didn't get the world explained enough. They rushed it. In the same amount of episodes. Yeah. You don't get this problem with this. There is no rushing. The world is explained as much as it needs to be, even to the minor details of explaining each individual skill and why people are doing what they're doing. Let's have our ratings then, boys. Let's come in with the ratings. I'm going to give this a rating because I have a feeling that Grayson's going to drag it down. And I'm hoping that if I give it this rating, it will be about right. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I'm going to give it the same as SAO because I think it could be better than SAO. But it's not at the moment. So it's on par with it. The problem is I can see you guys are going to drag it down slightly. This is an eight. I'm not dragging it down. It's an eight. And it's only lost half of that point because SAO establishes itself as a video game. And I'm a sucker for that. That's what I want. Trapped in a video game is just a better concept. And if that's what this is, it matches it. There's no arguments. 
But this is what I'm saying about this is the problem. Because we haven't had a season two and we get no further establishment, because it doesn't complete anything, we, we're left with so many that, questions about this world. That's the only mystery we've got left, really. That is this, the, the only mystery that is established in the first season is how did they get there? Where did they come from? That's it. And that's a mystery I want left. I don't want that answered in season one. Well, no, because you're spoiling the rest yeah. of yeah. the entire thing. I, I want that to be answered later and then I want the conundrum of well do we go back to that or do we stay here yeah because the thing is we are with SAO they know exactly where they are and how they've got there they just need to find out their how to goal get is out to get the fuck out yeah this is more of a it's a different do, puzzle do you know what I'd a little little addition here I think if they did in a season two I'd like it rather than them trying to get out would be more of the conversation of do we want to yeah, that's what I, I don't yeah, want. That just, I don't want that in season two. I want that much later. Yeah, yeah, but much you later. get what I mean. Much like later, 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 later down the like line, four, five. What I want in season two is I want them to. Start they, they need to be going to massive cities yeah. and meeting kings and God knows what else. I, Establishing I want, the world. Yeah, and then season three, I want them to ask the question of where the fuck they actually came from. Yeah, and then season four, answer that question. Yep, and I think that would work well. That that would make it better than than Sao. It really would. The art style is better. The action is on par, I would say. I wouldn't say it's better, I wouldn't say it's worse. It's different. Not better, not worse, though. I'd say so it's better. what we've done is we've given an 8.5 score to the first 12 episodes of SAO. Basing it on that, I'd give the, the 12 episodes of Grimgar a solid 9.2. A 9.2. They're better. I, there are better, 12, are episodes better 12 episodes than the Sword Arts 12 episodes. They're different. But they are actually better. I get what he's on about. The reason I went with my you can't base it on Sword Art as an in, a whole entire no, three or four not. seasons. Definitely not. I'm basing it on See, this is how I felt at the end of twelve episodes of Sword Art. Yeah, I loved Sword Art. Loved the world. Wasn't done right. Grimgar, I can't fault it. Twelve episodes done at the right speed, explaining everything I needed explained, and I was invested in the characters, and it hit you in the feels. Sword I get, Art, I get it, yeah. Sword it Art doesn't. Really Sword hit Art you in the feels? Any feels. Later on, it does. Definitely not in the first yeah. season. Not, even not in, in this world. The entirety episodes. of the first season, it doesn't. It does it better when it goes into the, the arc with the girl with the degenerative disorder disease thing. That's why I rate this higher. I get where you're coming from as well. Do you get where I'm coming from with mine? I feel like if I saw this progress and we did get a season two, I could rate it higher than SAO because the problem is at the moment, I feel like the first 12 episodes of SAO. Gave me I a, only base it on what I saw yeah. in the 12 episodes. I'm not basing it on well, like, future no, no, episodes no, no, or anything I'm, like that. What I'd I'm say- getting is that SAO gave me a completion. It gave me something that this didn't give me. This left me hanging with no potential of anything else happening. Now, I can't downscore it simply because they didn't get enough score or money to build a season two. No. Okay, you can't. You can't. That's down, not, you, that's that's not, not the story's fault. That's not you enjoying we're, we're not, the anime. That's, we're not scoring the studio. We're not scoring the writers. We're scoring the show. And oh, the well show, then, if that's the case, then I'll give it a nine. The the show deserves to be high. It if it, if it's if that's the case, I'll give it a nine. It's if, hard to score these, but you do have to just look at the twelve episodes and say, what did I really think of these twelve episodes? I, this gets a nine. I for think me. Sword Art had one or two more episodes that I enjoyed more mm-hmm. than Grimgar. Okay. Grimgar as a full 12 episodes is better than Sword Art. It is. 
and it's more consistent with the way that it does its fucking episodes as well. Because Sword Art, its pace goes up and then down and yep. then up and then down, and then you get one episode thrown in where they <laughs> pretend to be fucking Batman and Robin, and yep. the, it's all over the place. But it, Sword Art has some episodes, probably one, that is better than any single episode of Grimgar. Okay. Which is why I would rate it just below it, because right. I would enjoyed a single episode of Sword Art better than any single episode of this. Uh, uh- well, half a point you've rated it lower. It was literally yeah. half, point a point. Five. half a point. So what are we settling on? I've gone with a 9.2. I think we should go for a 9. I think we should go for a 9. It's far Sorry, too guys. high. Far too high. Match Sword Art. Match it. <sighs> it's not worse by any means. I just don't think what it's What have better. you got? You've got a 9, a 9.2 and an 8. What's the average? It'd be around an 8.6. About 8.6? 8. Yep. All right. Point 0.1 better than the first 12 episodes of Sword Art. But we know where we're going from. We know what we're looking at here. Yeah. And I get where we've come from as well. Because I I went with my 8.5 because I was like, I don't really want to like push it ahead of Sword Art. But uh, yeah, but that's what, because you've got an attachment to the fact that you like Sword Art, that is influencing Sword, your score for this, this. Yeah, but I also really like Grimgar. This has yeah. the potential to do the exact same thing Sword yep. Art does, though, and flop. Oh, yeah. And it does it yeah. very drastically until Alicization, where it picks itself back up yeah. again. Yes. Alicization is the best season of Sword Art. It just is. It's amazing. It's a much better, coherent story with better characters. The world is better. The world is better. Yeah. Everything's explained. When something comes up, a monster, they show you why that monster's there. Yep. It, it's a better written story. I feel like you're going to have angry fans of Sword Art. <laughs> so. Probably. Probably. Grimgar. You're going to have a full raid on our, <laughs> on our podcast. Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash gets a 8.6 from that, the Summoning Boys. Is that Boys. highest rated show? That is. It's not it's a our highest movie, rated show. Show. Just. Only just. How much of that is the art style? I love it. A lot. But I mean, yeah. the art style is a 10 out of 10. The art yeah. style is a 10 out of 10, isn't it? Yeah. it just Music is. is a 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out of 10. I, mean, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say a 10 out of 10. The music it's matches the tone of, yep. of the music the matches everything. It does. It does. But I think, was it Silent Voice or Your Name that did the soundtrack better? No. Nope. That, that single, Your, your, your Name. Your Name was really good and your, we rated it well. Um, Silent Voice, which is our episode to come. Silent Voice that we've already had. <laughs> we gave a high score. <laughs> we gave a high score to because it's fucking amazing. Yeah. But it's your name with that great soundtrack. But we score that as a movie. Yeah. They're separate scoring systems. We can't compare movies to shows. We can't. And on that note, it's time to chuff off again. All you summoners can join us next time where we will be going through Season 1, Episode 1-6 to of Attack on Titan. If you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at How Not to Summon. You can also join us directly on Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast if you've got any questions and we will answer quickly and directly. I've been Sheenie Senpai. I've been an excited fanboy for next week. I'm not looking forward to this. Bye. No, Jim. (laughs) 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 All right, now I'm looking forward to it.